Welcome back, everybody, to the Quarter Life Crisis Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Thomas, again, joined by John Thomas. And today, we're stepping away from the court for once and into the studio room and honestly a little into social media room as well. Charles Barkley, one of four hosts for ESPN's Inside the NBA, has come under fire in the media for his continued jokes over the years about the women in San Antonio, referring to them as big old women and poking fun at their weight and their physique. And in response, Barkley said that the cancel culture going on about his comments has ruined the fun for him and has made it very clear that he doesn't want to stay much longer with the strict scrutiny that they're under as sports commentators. So there are a couple of angles we can go about this. So the first one, obviously the most popular, the perceived misogyny of these comments. Why is he only addressing women? Why is he doing it in such a derogatory way? So I have a feeling I already know what your response is going to be, and I have a feeling we're going to disagree, but I'll ask anyway. Is this misogynistic? You don't even have to ask. I mean, come on. Come on. I, I it, You know, I have daughters. If you, if you have daughters, you have a woman in your life, you have women in your life that you care about. If you even care about the culture and trying to give uh, equality and just not mistreat people. Sure. It's misogyny. It's, I mean, what else, what else would you call it? Well, I, I would call it humor. I would call it entertainment. Uh, he's not making fun of individual women, not specific people. I mean, outside of the city of San Antonio, but I think that's besides the point. And he's making fun of himself at the same time. He says, look, I, I go to San Antonio. I look skinny there. My nickname is skinny down there. And they have pictures of his face like morphed on top of a woman's body and vice versa. He's making fun of himself in the joke. I don't really think it's directed at, you know, women are fat, women shouldn't have this body or whatever. I think it's humor. I think he's entertaining his audience. Yeah, it's humor for some people, right? And and it might be considered funny, but what about how hurtful it is to objective high women to talk about? See, he doesn't just say that women are fat and... He doesn't just say, he doesn't say everyone in San Antonio is fat. He says women are fat and he talks about Victoria's secret is safe. And, and Victoria's got a real secret because he's talking about the way women look. And if they look good, the measure of what it means to be uh, a respected woman is to him, it seems, how you look in lingerie. And, and it really, it really crosses some lines. Well, then if, if that's, if a woman's appearance is the sensitive spot for our society, we can, on the flip side of that, they make fun of men all the time. They have their shacked and full gig and they make fun of the, the male NBA players and they emasculate them for their lack of athleticism in a play, their flops, their mental mistakes on the court or whatever. I, I don't think, I mean, <laughs> I think it's okay to poke fun of women if we're truly equal. Can't we assume that women have thick enough skin to handle a joke? They're making fun of the guys all the time. They're emasculating them and making fun of their mental lapses on the court left and right. Yeah, so for, for a broadcast that talks about the NBA and has spent so much time trying to lift up the WNBA and has spent a lot of times on social justice issues and social issues, and, and they're, they're uh, pretty involved in those kind of things. What, what does it say that it's okay with the audience, that it's okay with women to be laughed at as a group? Here's what Charles will say that really kind of bothers me. He'll, he says, 
No, I, I, I've never called him ugly, which seems to be true. I don't think he, I've ever heard him say that. But then he says, look, there's the women there. They have great looking women there. I mean, think of that as a, as a defense. He says, so I'm not saying that they're not good looking women, but does he talk about women as anything other than uh, something for men to look at? Does he talk about men being overweight in San Antonio? So, I, I mean, is it okay that he's, he's calling out uh, women who are overweight, you know, just a few years ago, they were calling that body shaming. Well, and I agree. And I think that body shaming is such, again, sensitive for our society right now. And I think that we're so uptight as a culture about how we speak about women and how women look at, we're all so obsessed about either women themselves and how they look or men and how they're objectifying women or how we're protecting women from that kind of stuff. And I feel like we're so uptight about it. He's breaking that a little bit. He's kind of saying the way I'm translating it, we don't care. It's a joke. We don't care how you look. I think that if we treat this as like some crime or something, we have to coddle these women and all that. I think that that is more counterproductive, bringing more attention to it. And it doesn't really uplift or empower anybody. What does it look, what does it say to a, a, a woman, uh, especially like a young lady or, or even a girl who might be into sports, uh, who might be, who might live in San Antonio, where they, all they hear is that um, if they're overweight by somebody's interpretation, Charles Barkley, uh, by his interpretation, uh, they are some of the, what he implies is they're some of the least attractive uh, most laughable women in the entire nation. So what does that say to someone who's maybe having body image problems? Maybe someone who's uh, feels a lack of self-confidence, maybe yeah. thinks that sports aren't for them. Well, and I, I mean, I can see where you're coming from, but I just think objectively, I don't think I'll ever align on that, at least on that side of it. But why, so why does Charles, why does Charles Barkley get a, uh, get a free pass? Well, and so that's my next question to you as a celebrity what kind of responsibility does he hold? And before I let you answer, I can go ahead and say where I stand in that where Charles stands himself, he said over and over again, look, I'm not your role model. As a kid, as an athlete, whatever, as a fan, don't look up to me. That's, I'm not your idol. And in that, in that moment, immediately and continuously, because he keeps saying it, he's, he humanizes himself. He has relieved the burden of being some perfect person in the public image that can do no wrong because his whole point is as soon as he does anything wrong he's cut off he's canceled that's what he's finding right now the cancel culture while he's demonizing someone else so let's look at i I think the, the question about why charles gets away with it i think is it could be helpful to look at why does the whole team on inside the nba get away with it so kenny smith i think it was 2014 got into, wrote a public letter, an open letter in USA Today to Charles Barkley. And the first time I think Charles Barkley, I think I saw a documentary and first time Charles Barkley ever saw that letter was, was reading it in the paper, in the newspaper. And he called him out for his views on, on whatever the topic was, Ferguson, Missouri, and what he had said about police officers, what he had said about being black in America. But when he, when Charles Barkley says in front of uh, all these people um, on national television, things about women. What happens? Shaquille O'Neal, down on the other end of the, the anchor desk, laughs and goads him on and prods him and has over and over, you could look it up on, on the internet, you can look on YouTube, where, Char- where, where uh, Shaq has been really the one who's been egging him on 
And Kenny, who's walked off the set before for things he disagrees with, who's called Charles out for things he's disagreed with, and they, they had quite a feud about it, is pretty much uh, silent or laughing at how he's uh, talking down, talking really objectifying women. Well, and I agree. I mean, they're entertainers. So, yeah, I think they're still allowed to talk about the hard topics. But at the end of the day, he has a responsibility, yes, as a celebrity, to not invoke hatred and not invoke violence or whatever. I, but I'd say he also has the primary responsibility to entertain. And what he's doing, this is edgy. This is controversial. This is, I mean, he's getting views. He's, he's paid to entertain. And that's his role. We as a society have been tolerating this, allowing this, enjoying this for years. This gag has been going on. All of a sudden, we flip the switch and we say, no, this is Charles' fault. This He's done something wrong. He needs to leave or he needs to hear a voice or something. I don't, if anything, even if this is a problem, we're going to consider this misogynistic speech, whatever. This isn't an individual's fault. This isn't Charles Barkley's fault. This is a societal issue, a cultural shift. I don't well, think. Well, I'll just, I'll just say to you know, we gotta, we gotta wrap up. I think here, but I'll just say that if he gets a free pass like that, um, it's his refusal to take responsibility. He's taken responsibility for a lot of controversial things, and he, for some reason, refuses to take a stand on the side of treating women as human beings. Well, and I'll say one final thing. I think his refusal is a refusal to cancel culture and is much more of a broader political statement than it is a feministic or misogynistic statement. We agree to disagree. Okay. (laughs) Um, Thank you guys for tuning in again. We would love to hear your thoughts. You can always tweet us at the Quarter Life Crisis Twitter account. Um, Tune in next time. We'll probably step away from the politics, back in the court, and see what's happening. Um, We'll see you guys next time. Appreciate it.